there you know it's uh, you need to focus on data and understand how all these metrics you know are correlating between because if you are seeing checking you know just uh, you know how your blog content is performing by you know registrations so there is a big chance that you are going to see very low numbers because in SaaS niche you know it's not so common that you know after reading one article someone will convert you know to free user or even a paid user We all strive for more nowadays, more traffic, more revenue, more growth. In this never-ending battle for more, it's easy to forget what's important. So, what is important? Building real relationships with real humans and trying to be better each day without caring quite so much about getting more. After all, by building real and meaningful relationships, you'll have way more than you ever need. The SaaS SEO show is a platform for meaningful connections and honest conversations with people who are real, hard-working practitioners and high performers in the SaaS industry. We're here to learn and get inspired by them, and we hope you do too. Now, here's your host, George Cassiotis. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the SaaS SEO. So, today I'm really excited to be joined by an amazing guy who has done some achieved some really amazing things when it comes to content SEO. Evaldas Motskus from Omnicent. He's the VP of Growth. Evaldas, welcome to the show. Uh, hey, everyone. I hope that we are going to have a good time today. I'm sure that we will. Um, first of all, before we you know, get into the nitty-gritty of your strategy and start discussing content SEO, could you please tell us a couple of things about yourself? how uh, your, your career in marketing and growth started, um, and how did you get to where you are at uh, today? Yep, so the, the whole personal career, I am working in SaaS companies. I started in one company where I was responsible for all of our marketing activities. I was, you know, managing a lot of freelancers, agencies. Uh, so I was pretty happy about the situation, but I feel... I felt that I am missing something. You know, I can do a lot of different things, but I'm not expert in any of these niches. So after being, you know, in one in one SaaS company, three years, I decided that okay, I need to find a direction for me or where I can become a really good specialist and really, you know, do impact for other businesses, you know, by you know, by being an in-house person or you know, doing a consultant's job. So, you know, after testing uh, some uh, some uh, activities in paid channels, YouTube. Uh, I uh, found out about uh, about SEO uh, activities and content. Uh, I was really impressed by Tim Solo of HRFs. So he was, you know, my first guru when I <laughs> when I decided, you know, to move my career to SEO activities. So it was, you know, a guy who inspired me. And, you know, it's funny, but uh, I have this goal, you know, to have a conversation with him. And, one point <laughs> so then uh, yeah i spent myself uh, a lot of time you know myself doing uh, some self activities experiments to so trying to understand the niche and then i got you know pretty accidentally uh, you know offer to join omnisend where i started my career and i was responsible for everything as a specialist so in the beginning i was you know alone without any content people 
you know, it was not uh, possible to add uh, uh, some changes in the website directly because it was just you no know, HTML files on on the server. Yeah, but I have you know strong belief in myself that I am a person who likes frameworks and you know uh, good processes. Then I know that you know it doesn't matter what you are doing. You can after some period you can see good results. So this is how I started my SEO career. I was, you know, very active. Uh, understood the, that it's not possible to do everything with limited resources. Uh, I focused only on two areas: link building activities and content creation. And uh, I can be, you know, uh, proud and brag a little bit that after uh, one and a half year, I got a chance to talk with Tim Sola. <laughs> so I just uh, dropped him an email, as you know, shared resources that you know. By inspired of your courses, your tool, uh, you know, we are implementing uh, these activities and our company growing. We are getting revenue from content. And, you know, even without the big resources, uh, uh, you can get uh, good results. So, yeah, this is how, how I started my career in Selenish. I see. Uh, it must be very interesting that you have this background. And you also mentioned YouTube uh, ads, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Would you say that trying out all these different things in the beginning, early on in your career, has helped you kind of get uh, a deeper understanding uh, and see things from different perspectives uh, for what you're doing right now with Omniscient? Uh, yes, I totally agree about that. And I had, you know, an experience in also in website development. So now, in, even in daily activities for me as a manager, so it helps to see, you know, broader picture and understand how, you know, all these different activities can do an impact in, in our results. So, you know, for SEO activities is also important because at some point you are really related with affiliate marketing team. Uh, you know, you are spending a lot of time with uh, content people. So website developer also involved in these activities. And you, when you have, you know, broader scope and knowledge in this area, then it's easier to, to you know, move uh, the needle further. Yeah, I see, I see. Um, so now, you know, fast forward a few years from uh, when you started, you are the VP of growth uh, at Omnisand, which is a growing business. And uh, more and more people discuss about Omnisand, use the tool uh, for, uh, the, uh, for the, uh, the needs that they have. Could you please, uh, for the people who don't know, you know, what Omnisand is, Explain us what Omniscient is, uh, who is getting the most value out of the product, and um, yeah, uh, what are the capabilities of the product? Uh, yep. So Omniscient is uh, one uh, of email marketing tools. So everyone knows Mailchimp. It's like a synonym in the market. Uh, but uh, there is a lot of different players which they are focusing on specific niche. So Omniscient, you know, from the beginning was focused for e-commerce. And, you know, the, the uh, company owners, so, you know, they saw the opportunity, you know, five years ago that, okay, you cannot be the same as others. So you need to have a specific niche. So, yeah, e-commerce owners, they are getting the biggest value of Omniscient with all, you know, different automations based on, uh, you know, existing customer activities, post-purchase emails, abandonment cards, etc. At the same time, we add in more and more channels. You can reach people via SMS. We have push notifications, some integrations with uh, Google Ads. So the scope is uh, going uh, broader. 
And uh, now, you know, we are in e-commerce niche. We have the main competitor, Clavia, a very big name in the United States. But uh, as you know, from product side, we are very close to him or doing them, or maybe, you know, even at some the same point. So yeah, we are fighting with them for e-commerce. I see. Although something that's very interesting when it comes to your overall messaging and strategy, and obviously you mentioned it already, that you focus on just e-commerce businesses. And like for me, as I see it, uh, you know, from the outside, uh, it makes sense, okay? You focus on a very specific audience and you try to reach that audience. But I would like to know for you working in the broader, let's say, marketing operations of the company and growth, how was it to try to approach that specific audience instead of saying, you know, the easiest, the easiest thing, uh, which is let's go broad and try to get anyone who might need a, uh, an email marketing software. Uh, yeah, so here, you know, first of the thing, if you are going broad and, you know, it's not a secret, uh, most of the tools, they have uh, pretty similar features and such, and you don't have something unique. A broad audience, a lot of businesses, you know, they are just trying something to do. If you are running your own blog, uh, probably for the long time, you are just focusing on simple things like yeah, collect emails and send a couple newsletters. But then your tool is not, you know, doing sales for you. So, of course, then, you know, if you are small, you are not so interested to pay, you know, monthly fees for using such tool because your, your website is not very important. Maybe it is important, but it doesn't generate sales and you cannot, you know, connect value with the product. So here, you know, with Omniscient, we are helping people to make more money. Then it's, uh, you know, it's easier to convince people to pay for the product. I see. I see. So, yeah, I, I understand. That makes sense. It's easier for you to communicate kind of the value that the people can get out of using the product because you can connect it with something that's uh, very obvious, like, you know, Roy, you can make money out of using our tool. Uh, which makes sense. Yeah, and at the same point, uh, you don't need to educate people, you know, what is e-commerce. So we know that existing e-commerce, you know, owners, marketers, they already have some knowledge and they are interested to find new ways how they can increase their numbers. And then, you know, it's not something that abandonment cart or, you know, push notifications uh, is something very new for them. So they already heard something about that and we are helping uh, them to use, you know, these opportunities to make more sales. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Now, I want to shift gears a bit and start talking about your current SEO strategy. And I want to start by essentially getting us back to two, three years ago uh, when you uh, kicked things off and uh, you essentially started, uh, initiated this effort around current SEO. And I know that this is a problem with many uh, first hires when it comes to Conde SEO, uh, that they need to push, let's say, quote unquote, in that direction. Uh, because the company, you know, SEO isn't a validated term. So it's, it's, it's only logical that people are a bit hesitant inside the company. And in order to get that buy-in, you know, you have to fight for it. So I would like, us to, uh, I would like you to take us back, you know, when you started. Uh, with Conde SEO, and just give us uh, the story of how everything started, 
was it easy for you to say that, you know what, this can be a great channel for us. Let's focus on it. Uh, or you really had to uh, get that uh, buy-in by proving, uh, let's say, uh, that CoinLessio can work for the company. Yeah. So when I was hired, so already the company made the decision that, you know, uh, still we have a limited resources. A sell is a long-term game. So if we can start earlier, we are going to see results faster. And the initial cost of all activities is not so high as, you know, with paid activities. And with all paid activities, okay, you are, you know, closing your account and all traffic, you know, you don't have anything. And with the content sale activities, you know, you are building step-by-step, step, uh, bigger and bigger channel, which is, you know, you can reach uh, Bofu funnel, uh, people which are already interested and, you know, making uh, buying decisions. So I didn't need, you know, to get approval or something. So I was hired to create the processes and just, you know, be the owner of this channel and find the best, the, the best ways how we can grow. And of course, in the beginning for me, it was very complicated. So this niche, yes, I was working in SaaS niche, but with totally different area. So marketing tools was a new niche for me. Uh, when I joined uh, the company, of course, you know, you don't need to be the smartest person in the world. You just need to have, you know, right tools and uh, prepare good analysis. So, you know, after uh, spending hours and analyzing how, you know, potential competitors, they are getting traffic. So I started to create a strategy where we need to, to focus, uh, to start to see as soon as possible, at least some positive signals that we are doing uh, in the right way. So, you know, in the first months I built a, a strategy for content, what we need to cover, what topics. And now when we are looking back, of course, some of the decisions can, uh, maybe was not the best, but you know, after only doing, you can really understand which things can work for you. I totally agree with you on that. But I, I, I really feel, and we see that because we work with different companies in different sizes and with different, you know, uh, CEOs, okay? And I see very often that there are two types of CEOs. The, the CEOs that, you know, who get marketing and they are, okay, you know what? I believe in that. Let's do it. And once we have, let's say, uh, some proof of concept that this work, that the, this channel can work for us, you will have even more resources. And then you have the CEOs who, who essentially say that, you know, I cannot understand what you're talking about and I don't really want to understand because all that matters for me is product, okay? So I don't understand that SEO thing and, I, you know, uh, bottom line is I will not uh, give you more resources to, uh, to, to run the, the operation. So I think in that, in that context that, Having a, a CEO or, or, you know, leadership team that really gets marketing in general uh, is extremely important for you as, you know, uh, the SEO back then person of the company to get that initial buy-in and have the confidence you need in order to uh, kick things off with SEO. Yeah, so totally agree here with you. And I was lucky that, yeah, company, you know, had this direction before even I joined the company. Uh, but at the same time, we need to understand that, you know, uh, the market is very competitive and uh, we are always reviewing what we are doing and challenging, you know, with the numbers. And uh, we had uh, an experiment maybe half year ago that, okay, it looks that we are getting traffic. Our uh, educational blog content is visible. 
but do we really can track and understand what impact is doing, you know, for our registrations and customers base. And uh, there, you know, it's, uh, you need to focus on data and understand how all these metrics, you know, are correlating between. Because if you are seeing, checking, you know, just, uh, you know, how your blog content is performing by, you know, registrations, so there is a big chance that you are going to see very low numbers because in SaaS niche, you know, it's not so common that, you know, after reading one article, someone will convert, you know, to a free user or even a paid user. Uh, so here, you know, to, you need to go deeper, you know, to understand assistant conversions report, uh, you know, to do interviews uh, with your customers, how they figure out about your brand, you know, why. Uh, they made a decision to join uh, your your product. So here, you know, we are always having this like uh, double check. If you know, we can uh, have a proof. Uh, it's not only about traffic. You know, you can. Uh, there is a good examples of SaaS companies. I I can see bad examples. They are creating you know random content for keywords. A lot of people are uh, you know searching for these keywords, but in general, it's not. Uh, related anyhow with your buyer persona. I, I get so. it and I, I'm with you 100%. And also, what, what you mentioned, I feel that in general, for some reason that I don't understand, traffic in our industry is considered extremely important. Okay, uh, you, you have seen and I have seen and all of us have seen these screenshots, uh, which you know, in most cases don't have any context. Uh, around them, uh, we have managed to grow the, the organic clicks or the organic impressions um, by uh, X percent. That's great. But what about the business impact, you know, from your effort? I mean, what have you managed to achieve for the business by moving the needle when it comes to organic impressions and organic clicks? And so what you mentioned essentially it makes perfect sense because you have to dive deeper and you have to see you know, whether or not, okay, we have a blog post and it generates traffic, organic clicks, okay. Does it generate business? Uh, and at the same time, does it satisfy the intent uh, in, in the sense of people who come there and visit that blog post, actually stay, consume the content, you know, maybe jump on another piece of content and maybe uh, after a while can take a, a, an action that has a monetary value for us or no. So I think that, uh, this is this is extremely uh, extremely important as well. Um, now, when you when you started, and obviously you know that you have uh, entered uh, a saturated market, okay, which which is email marketing, not specifically for uh, e-commerce businesses, but in general, in the broader sense, uh, email marketing. And you know that there are some very big companies uh, when it comes to email marketing. Uh, was that intimidating to you as, as a marketer to say that, okay, I'm not sure if we will be able to, uh, you know, um, handle competition uh, with, with these guys? Uh, so uh, here probably, you know, it was a good thing. And as a person, I am very competitive. And I believe that, okay, uh, yes, uh, yeah, resources are important, you know, talented people are important. But if constantly, every day, you know, focusing and doing a good job, uh, you can be become a winner. It, you know, it won't happen in two months, but in three months, you can, four months, you can see positive results. So yes, from one side, I, I was scared a little bit because, yeah, 
big names are playing, you know, unlimited resources. But at the same time, you know, after spending uh, good time in analysis, understanding data, you know, competition for different keywords, uh, broader topics, uh, at this time, I saw opportunities that we can compete. Yes, it will take some time, you know, to be there. But, you know, we prepared a plan or, you know, we had very high KPIs. I was shocked how high they were. But, you know, instead of just, you know, being uh, and thinking that, okay, how we are going to do that, we just started to create a process how it's possible to do. So, you know, step by step, what we need to do every day uh, to get uh, closer to our competitors. And then, you know, it helped uh, to decrease the stress, not to focus that, you know, you cannot do impact for your competitors, but you can do an impact every day, you know, how you are now building backlinks, how fast and how quality you're creating content. So we, you know, I decided to focus on these things where I can do any impact. And uh, yeah, we just follow in, followed our instructions, what we need to do, you know, how many websites we need to pitch with our guest post, how many articles we need to prepare, you know, during the week from our side, uh, how we are updating the content, how we are analyzing when the Google search console existing content that, uh, you know, you know what to do. You have, you know, uh, like a book every day. What is, uh, what is your goals uh, for, for, for today? And in, in such way, you know, now I am trying to have this mindset in all activities because it's very easy to lose the focus and start to do, yeah, gap is too big with competitors. It's not possible to do. And then, of course, you are not going to succeed. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, now that you are the VP of growth, I guess that you have to be even more focused uh, throughout your day. One thing that I'd like to, to ask you here is, okay, yeah, there may be a step-by-step -step process to you know, realistically uh, know when you will be able to compete uh, with, uh, you know, big competitors on a keyword level. But something that we discuss very often with our clients as well is that how, how do you think, and I'd like to hear your thoughts here, how do you feel if um, it affects the fact that you may be able to rank uh, on the first page for a given term that is important to you, but if there are two or three other brands that have you know, a stronger brand name and overall reach on that same SERP, do you think that this can you know, have an effect when it comes to uh, the click-through rates and uh, the amount of traffic that you will receive at the end of the day? Uh, yeah, totally agree. You know, your brand visibility, it's really helping to get more clicks from Google. And of course, then you're ranking in higher positions. So here, you know, it's really important to understand that your content should really help your potential customers. Because I still see in the market that uh, there is, you know, several writers and content writers. So some of them, they are just focusing to have everything in structure, you know, all headings, you know, etc. Other, uh, they are trying to be as much as creative as possible, you know, write nice sentences, etc. Uh, but it's very complicated, but you need to combine these two things. Then because, yeah, without good structure, probably in competitive niche, no big chance to get on top results. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. perfect With this sense. help, you are, you know, with a good structure, you are getting in top results. Then, you know, high quality content, which is really helping for people to solve some problems. Uh, this content will deliver 
you know, value for real customers. And then, you know, of course, your click-through rate will went up and there is a chance that you are going to get uh, better positions. I see, I see. I would like to, to discuss something else uh, now. It seems to me by taking a look at your website, at the blog and how you structure things, how you do things, that you, you kind of follow um, what Eli Svarch, who wrote the book, um, uh, mentions calls as product-led SEO approach. And I have an example here. And this example is from your uh, sub subject line tester uh, tool, okay? Which I know that is not easy uh, to get the buy-in because we try, we try and we push, you know, uh, these these ideas uh, to our clients. It's not easy to get the buy-in because what we often hear is that you know what our development team uh, doesn't have time for you for the next uh, quarter or so. Okay, so sorry, but great idea. We we will not be able to do that. And I would like to to ask you how. Did you manage to push these ideas and uh, you know achieve alignment between different functions within the company? Because I assume that you have to, you know, request resources from the development team and so on and so forth. Is that easy? And at the same time, it would be also interesting to know how you approach that and whether or not you have seen good results from it uh, from from uh, following a product-led uh, SEO, let's say, approach. Uh, yeah, so two part, uh, two part uh, question. So first part, it's uh, no, it's not easy uh, to get buy-ins, you know, for more uh, complicated experiments, I can say. But then, you know, in our team, we are focusing uh, to prepare as much as possible to be successful there. So we are email subject line tester. Uh, we check the competition in the market. We see that uh, other companies are getting good, at least brand visibility if they have such tool because yeah, people are using the tool every day. So you are creating some value for them. They are going to remember your name. Uh, at the same time, yes, it's complicated to get development hours and such. So with email subject line tester, you know, we describe the whole logic, uh, logic ourselves. You know, we tested different tools. We clarified, you know, what's needed to be here implemented. And uh, yes, uh, our dev team, you know, they didn't have time because they are focusing on product and, you know, big projects. You cannot just spend a week for something else because then, you know, other product teams, they um, should wait for you and such. So it's, you know, it's easy way to find uh, outsource uh, freelancers and do, you know, with the help of them. With more complicated tasks, it will be a challenge. But uh, I already had experience, you know, with development. so. I knew that, okay, it's not something fancy, no artificial intelligence, so we can do it uh, in a pretty fast way. So, and we did in that. And uh, now it's uh, in, in next quarter, we are planning to launch more uh, such type of the tools. Okay. So when we are talking about the value in general, in uh, our company for the long time, you know, we have three buckets for the content. So first was, you know, content based on keywords for our potential customers. So very important and we are always working with that. Another content is focused to help uh, people to convert our product. So we are talking what, uh, what problems we can solve with our content, uh, you know, how we can help to increase revenue, etc. And for type of the content, uh, I am saying like, you know, 
natural viral content <laughs> when i'm saying viral i'm not talking you know about yeah being visible on all facebook channels as funny video but i am talking for creating such you know content or tools which can be you know important for uh simple actions or it can bring a value for you know other websites so what does it mean oh you know and a lot of you know SaaS companies are doing in such way uh, we are publishing uh, different reports analysis and such content is you know we cannot expect for such content uh, have a lot of you know registrations and such but organically you know journalists you know taking data we are getting organic backlinks it is uh, pretty the same with uh, with the tool if you your tool can create some value other websites they are going you know just mention you in natural way and uh, so here you know uh, this tool in our case so it's uh, a big help you know to get more of our brand visibility so we are ranking now probably united states in the second position yeah we are going to update the tool pretty soon with a new version i hope to get back in the uh, first position okay. and here you know then you know there is uh, potential ways for us to build different funnels you know to work uh, further with these uh, people which are using our email email subject line tester okay that's that's very interesting you know very often when we suggest such uh, initiatives the question that we get is okay but what's the roi we will do it like let's say that we have a, a like a team of developers and we will um uh, have them uh, work for you guys for one week. What's the ROI of this? What can we expect to get back from it? And this comes to back back to the discussion that we had earlier about having a CEO who gets marketing. Because I think that what you're saying for me, you know, makes perfect sense. Like brand visibility, people see our brand. They visit the website, they interact, they see our colors, they interact with our website, and so on and so forth. And this is extremely important. But you know, very often the obstacle that we have is the ROI question, which quite frankly, like you cannot pose that question in every initiative around current SEO, as I see it. And probably it's not only in SEO niche, but in general in the marketing. Yes, you can have, you know, better calculations when you are in e-commerce and you're running different, you know, paid activities. Yes, then the math is easier. You can, you know, understand how much you are spending, how you know, how much you spend for the targeting and check, you know, your revenue. But here, you know, with other, uh, you know, like SEO activities, content activities, the uh, process is more complicated. And it's, from my perspective, it's not possible, you know, to uh, make a decisions, all decisions based on data. And he, then, you know, you are just, uh, you are locking yourself in very couple activities where you can do something and show the results. But if you're not trying to experiment with other areas, so probably, yeah, you uh, will be very limited. Uh, recently, I, uh, we got some colleagues from other SaaS company, and uh, I really like the mindset uh, they brought. So they have, you know, such rule that 80% of all our activities, of all our content will fail. But, you know, if we are going to be fast and testing a lot of things, so this 20%, will help uh, us to be successful. So I really like that, you know, because yeah, especially in SEO niche, so you, you know, it depends on Google, it depends on competition. And if you are going to play only the safe game, you know, you are going to 
work with a couple uh, keywords and you know trying to rank them for a long period. So yes, you're going to rank them, but at the same time, probably you're going to lose a lot of uh, a lot of opportunities. And you know we have really good uh, successful examples when we uh, prepared a content which was not very related with our potential buyer and persona, but we believe that this is a new direction in general in marketing, and people will start to talk about that. And we were and the volume, how many people are searching it? It was very low. But what we got, a Google uh, marketing blog took this information, they added, you know, a link to our content and, uh, you know, marked that this is a tool, you know, for the future and blah, blah. So it was, uh, yeah, a small thing which, which uh, really helped. Another really nice case when we published uh, some important statistic uh, in e-commerce. So we, of course, we are trying to make um, connections with e-commerce influencers, you know, to find the uh, opportunities to cooperate and of course some of them they are not answering because they are focusing on big brands and it's not easy to get you know buy-in from them but after publishing good statistics you know some of the influent, uh, influencer reached uh, us asked if we want to have a webinar together we had a webinar after veg webinar so big e-commerce event saw the video they invited us to talk in the conference after our conference uh, so yeah, one of the visitors was from a famous website, educational website, and we got invitation, you know, to prepare a courses together with them about email marketing. Okay, so, so kind know. of one thing led to another, yeah? Yes, and you know, how you can measure these things. So, you know, if you are just going to calculate everything on ROI in the beginning, so these things, you know, probably won't going to happen because uh, it's... Of course, it's a part of the luck, but if you are just, you know, doing uh, safe things all the time, it will be difficult to catch, you know, some random <laughs> good visibility. Yeah, I agree with you. Now, you have, uh, without a doubt, achieved great things when it comes to, um, you know, where Omison was and when, where it is uh, nowadays. Could you please give us, uh, in your opinion, what are the of elements of success when it comes to uh, a SaaS business uh, content strategy. Uh, what uh, a SaaS business should focus on uh, if they want to have chances of succeeding. Not today, obviously, because SEO isn't a, an instant gratification thing. Uh, but uh, you know, further down the line, what would you say are the elements of, of that success? Uh, so when we are talking, you know, about strategies for SaaS companies to be visible in in yeah in Google search results, so there is uh, two main directions, and I believe that it's it's most important. Now it's pretty common that uh, uh, SaaS companies uh, they are focusing on SEO activities mostly when we are talking about you know technical changes, some on-site optimization, and then they, you know, saying that, yeah, we did the here, everything what was possible, but it, it is not a big impact for us. So others, they are focusing on very fancy and complicated, difficult, you know, secrets, hacks, you know, guru advices, etc. And they, you know, they are very proud by finding new hacks, understanding how Google algorithm is working, etc. But mainly there is, you know, only two things. So you are writing good content and you are promoting the content. 
it's you know we have uh, this strategy we are keeping the strategy you know three years in a row and uh, i believe uh, it is the main two areas where you need to focus if you are going to create really amazing content but you know you're not promoting it so you know it will the market is crowded so in SaaS, in SaaS the market is really crowded in all verticals so here you know you cannot expect by focusing only on one area to be successful if you know you are really good on content promotion but people are just closing your content after reading first three lines so again yeah it looks that you are doing something good but then there is no you know good combination with the other part so here i believe this is the most important two biggest things of course you need to follow you know trend lines what's happening you know how these algorithms is changing uh, but you cannot just play in your sandbox you know with uh, different experiments what will happen if i'm going to change you know size of my h1 and the, will this impact you know our ranking or not so maybe yes maybe no but probably nobody cares focus on these things you know how like yeah content improvements and content promotion when i am talking about content promotion it's not you know only link building so yeah there is an, an other important ways you know how your existing customers need to see your content how you can can be visible and helpful you know in different uh, communities with your content and such okay but uh, can we please uh, elaborate a bit further on that when you're talking about con promotion which i could say also uh, you could call it con distribution maybe uh, but is it does it include uh, sending this new piece of con to your email list or um, you're using other tools such as qpromote uh, or zest.is how how does that work for you con promotion uh yeah in our case so of course uh, first activity is to build at least some amount of links uh, for our new content at the same time you know we are trying to with remarketing activities to show the content for, for our ex-visitors of the website uh yes we are sending a newsletter with most important pieces for our existing uh, email list and then we are trying to be active in uh, specific forums uh, specific uh, facebook groups uh, by really creating value and helping people to solve uh, the problems and the third part so one as i mentioned so one of the part is content focused like on viral things so then you know we are getting in contact with uh, journalists you know to pitch and share our new statistics new reports it's uh, it's uh, uh, complicated this part is very complicated because in most cases you are not going to see results very fast but in you know in, uh, in if in the first weeks when your content is published you're going to agree with some famous <laughs> famous well-known journalist and they are going you know to mention your statistics so then we see that you know uh, this content will be, bring results you know maybe for 12 months uh, even two years so we have uh, such uh, such reports which are you know generating every week at least some high quality backlinks uh, and in such way your competitors cannot easily replicate them when we are talking about content promotion we are guest posts so here you know it's uh, it's not easy but you can understand how they did everything and then trying to replicate if you know you can find a way you know about interesting content and you are uh, promoting them via PR activities 
Uh, in most cases, yes, everyone can see, you know, the tactic, how we did that, but you cannot replicate. So you cannot create, you know, the same report and, and uh, to try to be successful in very big websites. Yes, with smaller, smaller ones, you can agree, but uh, you are going to be the second one. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I have the feeling that we are not into link building as an agency. This is not one of the services that we offer, but I have the feeling that link building nowadays has become very transactional. You know, kind of you reach out to someone when obviously the content that you promote isn't a report that, as you mentioned, which is obviously something of high value. Uh, and you reach out to someone to pitch, you know, a piece of content and to request a link. And I guess that in many cases, the, the, the response that you will get is, okay, yeah, sure, we will add the link, but what can you do for us? Like, can you please add a backlink, uh, a link back to our uh, resource? Is this something that you have seen uh, throughout your link building efforts? Uh, yeah, when I started my career in link building, uh, so yeah, I was following, you know, the general best practices in the market and, you know, at some point, you are uh, the similar as others. So, you know, pretty fast I understood that, okay, if we are going just to send, yes, personalized, good quality outreach emails, still, you know, I am just a known person, which is, you know, one of 50 people asking the same during, uh, during uh, today. So I clearly understand that, you know, it's more important to build uh, connections and make relationships and help other companies, their websites, uh, to get some visibility in uh, different ways. So with such approach, then you know you are not building just one time, you know, relationship that you are getting backlink, uh, offering something in return, but you are making, you know, partners. And then together, you know, you are growing your network. In such way, you know, you, you can scale with uh, just, you know, manual outreach, manual link building. Still, you can, you can add more and more people, but you know the uh, the limitation of the websites exists. It looks that yeah, internet is unlimited, but it is limited, especially if you are talking about high quality websites. So it's you know after a heavy half of the year, probably you can know most of the most important websites where you need to get in. Yeah, and uh, they are very uh, they you know a lot of smart guys are working in the niche, and if you are doing just you know basing general things you're not going to build relationships i i agree with you the last question that i'd like to uh, ask before we start wrapping things up is obviously now omniscient is in a completely different level you have all the resources that you need as a the vp of growth for the company uh, but let's say that uh, a SaaS marketeer um, listens to this episode and they are interested to know um, how should I structure my team? You know, uh, who should be my first hire uh, in order to kick things off when it comes to content SEO? Who should I hire next? And so on. So what is your opinion here? What would you say to a, a new company, a new SaaS company that wants to start uh, investing in content SEO, um, uh, specifically in terms of team structuring? Uh, the answer will sound a little bit strange maybe but my answer will be you know not uh, to hire firstly you know experienced SEO people uh, but uh, focus uh, firstly on content marketer 
which uh, has at least some knowledge about you know several things because if you are going to start with only you know the first people will be you know several person but then he is going to get uh, limitations very fast so you know he need uh, yeah he is not capable to create content for himself and you know you need you know bigger budget to find freelancers etc and the progress will be slow if you are going to get an experienced uh, content uh, person who understand you know a little bit metrics of and keywords how to run you know basic uh, basic keyword analysis and this person can uh, create a content i believe that it will be a good start because when a, a, a person uh, is joining the company still you need to wait you know a couple of months when you know you are getting processes to publish content and such if the person uh, first person you know in your organic channel grows as a content marketer with uh, some knowledge uh, in so niche i believe it will today it will be my first choice okay okay that makes perfect sense uh Evaldos, where people can find more things about you and omnisend uh so uh, three three different things so please visit omnisend.com uh, also, I started my blog, growingsas.com. Of course, uh, I need to update the content, but I believe uh, there you can really find useful information from my practice. And I would be very happy to, you know, have a new connection on LinkedIn. That's great. Evaldas, thank you very much for being on the show. Uh, thank you. Another episode of the SaaS SEO Show has wrapped. We hope this episode has taught you something new too. We'd like you to connect with us so you can keep up with all the new content that we're creating. Before you go, it would mean the world to us if you could subscribe to this podcast and over at our YouTube channel where we upload the video version of this and every episode. Until next time.